misunderstood, that it represented Babel from the Bible. But that the purpose of the European Union was to finish what Nimrod and the people together had failed to do some 3,500 years ago. What would they complete? The tower? Or the power of a united people to rebel against God, totally and finally, by their acceptance of sin as a normal way of life? So this European Parliament building is a symbol of man's pride and rebellion against God. A place which must ultimately be destroyed by God because of sin. A modern tower, temple, as a symbol of the people of the 21st century uniting to say, God is dead, let us make our own gods. Later, Daniel's vision of the future ending with the restoration of the Roman Empire, which would be finally destroyed by God, was also given in Babylon. I want to show you here the model of the scaffolding. These rings round uh, are intended to be a, a, a model or an imitation of scaffolding on an unfinished building. But this building is finished and in use. So in other words, they're trying to demonstrate on every part of this the unfinished Tower of Babel, Babylon. But this is the European Parliament in Strasbourg. This is not Babylon. This is Strasbourg in the European Union. We have linked Europe to Babylon, and we will continue this when we see Babylon in Germany in the last part of this series. But what about the restoration of the Roman Empire? In Strasbourg, we have the first link with Rome. If the Roman Empire collapsed in the 5th century, and we are now in the 21st century, that's 16 centuries. Where has the Roman Empire been during that period? Well, the Roman Empire split into two during the 4th century, the western part still with Rome as its capital, and the eastern part with the new capital in Constantinople, that's modern Istanbul. As the political power of Rome declined, its spiritual power, following the conversion of Constantine, remained, but still divided along the political line from which in turn was to develop into the Western or Roman Church and the Eastern or Orthodox Church. So the Roman Empire never actually went away but the legs of iron existed until recently, the power passing into the church, continuing through the European prince-bishops, especially in Germany, and the Vatican, which became and still is a separate state within Europe, until now, when during the last 50 years, a new empire based on the Treaty of Rome, made up of many nations, temporal, mingled with the spiritual to become today the final empire or the feet, the iron mixed with the clay from Daniel's vision. 
Interestingly, it was Martin Luther who was the first to make the spiritual break from the Roman Church. But then came Henry VIII in Britain, who in order to further his own ends, made a complete break with the Roman Church and established the English Church, together with the Protestant revival, which still exists today. Britain, breaking away from Rome in the 16th century, is very significant, because this is where we stand today, not totally in agreement with the European Union, torn between kinship with America and union with Europe. Is this a critical factor? Is God in his wisdom intervening to deliver us in England from what the European Union is about to become? Is it strange that for over four centuries this has been a spiritual as much as a political issue? Also that there is ongoing debate over the closeness and wisdom of our political union at the same time as a second debate over the possibility of reunion between Protestant and Catholic churches? The legs of iron have become the feet of iron mixed with clay. This incompatible mixture of the revived empire is destined to be destroyed by something not made with man's hands, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, at his near return to set up an everlasting kingdom. Not the thousand-year Reich envisioned by Hitler, but a heavenly kingdom ruled by the Prince of Peace. I've shown you the restoration of the Roman Empire and the very center of it in Strasbourg. Now, I want you to come with me and we're going to show you the second part where we explain the book of Revelation. And I'm going to take you now into Brussels and I want you to see what Revelation is speaking about of the Scarlet Woman and the Beast. It is interesting because there are actually two main symbols used by the European Union, both of which are found in the Bible. The first symbol, which we have already seen, is the first part of this film. It's in Strasbourg, where they built the new European Parliament building in the shape of the Tower of Babel. 
But the second symbol adopted by Europe is far worse than the first. In fact, it can only be described as evil, even demonic, in its portrayal of abuse and depravity. It portrays a criminal act against women which would lead to the imprisonment of the perpetrator. Now this is shocking and I need to explain it. I find that there are three origins or sources of this second symbol. But firstly, what is it and where is it? It is the sculpture of the woman on the beast, which is the main feature displayed outside the building of the Council of Europe in Brussels. Its source can clearly be proved. What it represents is the Greek myth of the rape of Europa. It is from this myth and the woman that the continent of Europe got its name. However, we also find this same image of the woman riding the beast in the Bible. It's in Revelation chapter 17 and chapter 13. And the beast itself is shown in the vision of Daniel in the Old Testament in Daniel chapter 7. In Greek mythology, where we look at the first source of this symbol, the story is that Zeus, the father of the gods, spied a beautiful woman, Europa, alone on a Phoenician beach, which, by the way, is part of Israel today, and lusted after her. He transformed himself into a bull of dazzling whiteness with horns, shaped like a crescent moon, and lay down at her feet. She climbed on his back, and he plunged with her into the waves of the sea before raping her. Europa conceived a son, and after her death, she received divine honors as Queen of Heaven, while the bull dissolved into the constellation in the sky, known today and seen today as Taurus. As well as the sculpture outside the building of the Council of Europe in Brussels, both Brussels and Strasbourg European Union parliaments also contain paintings of the woman on the beast. But as if this is not enough, the member states of the European Union have been using this symbol openly since its very commencement where it is most visible for all to see exactly what it represents. For example, this image of the woman on the beast appeared as early as 1948 on the German 5 Deutschmark banknote. She is seen riding the beast in a painting done as early as 1979 on the Berlin Wall. And in 1984 she appeared on a British stamp to commemorate the second European parliamentary elections. In 1992, she appeared on the German EQ coin. The EQ came before the Euro. She's on a painting in the airport lounge in Brussels. And the most obvious and clear picture is one which appeared on a German telephone card for everyone to use. Finally, today, this woman has reappeared with the introduction of the new euro currency, where we find this same woman on the beast, on the back, 
of the new two euro coin in Greece. This makes us ask the question, are the perpetrators of the European Union trying to tell us something? Are they suggesting that Europe today is being raped? If so, is it politically or financially or spiritually? And by whom? But I also referred to the Bible where in Revelation 17 this woman is clearly shown as a prostitute sitting on a beast. Here clearly described as having seven heads and ten horns. I will explain this later. But the woman also has a second name because written on her forehead is the name Mystery Babylon which I will also explain later when I show you that ancient Babylon is actually today to be found in Berlin in Europe. Growing up under Greek and Roman culture as well as Hebrew, the men of the Bible must have known the myths which were an important part of the culture surrounding them, especially because even the New Testament was written in Greek and the inscription over the cross of Jesus was in these three languages, Latin, Hebrew and Greek. Probably Jesus, but certainly Paul, who used illustrations from the Olympic Games and preached in Athens. And John the Apostle, who wrote Revelation, would have understood the myth of Europa and the bull. In Revelation 13, the beast is described as rising out of the sea and having seven heads and ten horns. In the Old Testament, this beast appears in two forms. The first in Daniel 7, whereas the fourth king or kingdom, it also has ten horns. But the most significant is the one which I will explain next. In every case we have seen today in Europe, this woman, Europa, can be seen riding a beast. Note that where this story appears in the Bible, the forehead of the woman on the beast is branded with the name Mystery Babylon, Revelation chapter 17. When Jesus revealed to John the woman of Revelation 17, sitting on a scarlet beast with many horns. Was he prophetically speaking of Europe today? We know that Revelation was a prophecy, but is this being fulfilled? And why was this woman called Mystery Babylon the Great? And who does the powerful beast with horns represent? In mythology, the woman Europa clung to the father of the gods who had disguised himself as a bull with crescent-shaped horns. The symbol for the father of the Middle East pagan god, Baal, 
as we know him from archaeology and from the Bible. Zeus or Jupiter as we know him from Greek or Roman culture was a bull with great crescent horns. And the ruling god of ancient Babylon and the Middle East was the moon god, again depicted as a bull with crescent horns, or simply as the crescent moon. We have every reason to believe that Allah is the same moon god that Muhammad chose to worship and who is worshipped by many people today. The crescent moon is the universal symbol of Islam on its mosques and flags everywhere today. So what connection has Europe to Islam? Looking at history, from the beginning Islam has struggled with Europe. First the incursions of Islam into Europe through Turkey, the Balkans, Spain and France to overwhelm Europe by war. 